PRP.FM. And welcome, friends out there and you guys in the studio. Now, you can't see it here on the radio, but I'm actually smiling. (laughs) (laughs) We have uh, Rob Stroop and Naomi Hooley from Moody Little Sister on. And it's been forever that I've been wanting to have you guys on the show. And it's great to finally have you here. Thank you. So we're going to talk about uh, you have uh, kind of a special place that you're playing tonight. I'm going to talk about that. And uh, I also want to get into a little bit your your relationship with the Portland music scene in Portland in general and where your journey is taking you. Sure. Um, coming up soon. And what we're going to do, we'll play a few live, but I want to play one off of your Wild Places CD first. And you picked this one out to play, Ocean Rock and Sand. Um, I think I know the story. You want to give a little bit of where this thing comes from? Sure. I mean, I'm born and raised Alaskan and, uh, my, this kind of my family story in some ways. I embellished it a little bit and kind of made it like a fable. And so it's, uh, it's loosely based on my actual real life, my mom and dad moving to Alaska when they were teenagers. So, And here it is. And we'll come back and we'll talk more with you guys. This is Ocean Rock and Sand on PRP. So much joy, we'll have to make it 
PRP, One Woman's Journey. Ocean Rock and Sand from Moody Little Sister. Naomi and Robert in studio. And if you get a chance, find the video that you guys did all by yourself. That took how many hours? Because you did like a little stop motion animation thing, right? Yeah, that's right. With construction paper and rivets. And we had to tear it. We had to set up a, an area. So we had to just do it. You know, it wasn't like you, we could we could do it in little bits. So we, it was like 10 days. 10 days straight. Long days. Of like 12 hour days. Cutting paper. <laughs> and moving them in tiny little motions, hoping it looked like, you know, actual movement. We had a, um, a selfie stick that we used to hold our camera over the construction paper. And I felt like the biggest dweeb buying a selfie stick. I was like, I'm not buying this for selfies. We, we had I to promise. tell the lady at the counter that we weren't, we weren't going to take selfies with it. <laughs> I've had those experiences, but not with a selfie stick. <laughs> All right. So you guys, uh, you have uh, a show coming up tonight and... You're working like, what, 400 days a year, right? But this this one's kind of special. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, I feel like, um, you know, we've lost a lot of the listening rooms in Portland. Um, and so O'Connor's Vault is one of the last places where people have the intention that they've created to make a space where people go to specifically hear music. And um, so it's an exclusive place. And for me, it was um, actually the first place I ever played a song in front of people in Portland. So I had a friend that invited me out to O'Connor's one night to hear Julie and the boys who plays there regularly or used to anyway. And during her break, uh, my friend went up to her and said, hey, this girl just moved from Alaska. Can, you, can she play a song on the piano? And so she gave me three songs to play during her break. And I felt like maybe I can do this. You know, I just moved 3000 miles from Alaska to Portland. I'm already playing a song in front of people. So it, it's a cool full circle, you know, to come back to that that place again and play play a show a featured show and it gives us an opportunity to really like be ourselves tell our stories and interact with our fans so we're looking forward to it and uh what would you like to play for us on these beautiful guitars you have well we could start out with a brand new one um, <gasps> okay <laughs> we've been doing a lot more guitar songs uh we got invited to go to the grand canyon on an eight-day rafting trip mm if we would play the music and we had our way paid. And of course we said yes to that adventure, but immediately I had to learn how to play guitar because you can't very well take a piano down the Grand Canyon. Um, and I've started this relationship with the guitar that I just, I love and I've been doing a lot more writing on it. I'm not giving up the piano fans out there. Don't freak out, but I am inspired, you know, newly inspired. It's like a new relationship when everybody gets Twitter pated. I'm kind of Twitter pated over my guitar right now. So, <laughs> but, um, all right, cool. This is a new one called somewhere mountains and it's a, it's a, a slow one, but we'll, we'll start you guys out easy. And you're hearing it first on PRP. Summer. 
gray the best part of the day We're anywhere out, we're up and we're down on the matter I really don't care what anyone tries to say Somewhere Mountains on Portland Radio Project with Rob and Naomi live in studio. You know, if you haven't listened to a lot of music from uh, Rob from your old band or from um, you guys now, you don't get a real uh, sense of it until you start, at least I didn't, until I started listening to a lot of it. And I was brand new in Portland like 10 years ago and... 
you, Rob, your show was the first live show I ever saw wow. in Portland. And, <laughs> and I, like, I, I knew you from like having a, a drink together at the same bar a couple of times. And that was about it. And I'm like, ooh, a musician. And uh, <laughs> there's like this whole different sense that the Pacific Northwest and everything out here fills your music with. And I always get this sense from your stuff of there's this, there's this huge world and you don't know what it's going to throw at you. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's the other thing. And uh, I, I still hear that in that one too. Mm, thank so. you. So, and we always talk about your journey. So tell us a, about your journey, uh, where you're going next and a little bit of why. And I don't, I don't want any of this to descend into any sort of like anger about where you are now but we do what we have to do for ourselves right so what's your what's your next step in life that's coming up here well we've actually decided you know for the sake of our art to um, move from portland to new mexico and that wasn't an easy decision but we kept um putting this pressure on our art to provide for us right and the economy is changing and portland is changing and we don't have to be upset about it but at some point there has to be an acceptance right and any any change in life, there's this battle we, we have, you know, where we resist and then we accept, you know, if we're going to grow anyway as human beings. And we were doing the resisting and the trying to negotiate with our life here. And so we just kept touring more and touring more. And there was a couple of years where we were touring almost 100 shows a year outside of Portland to try and keep up with paying our bills and being able to live here as artists. And it just got to be too much. And we were kind of risking burnout. And so um, we've decided to take the pressure off of our art and put the pressure on our lifestyle. And so make our lifestyle small, our cost of living small, so that we can um, enjoy our art, do more of it, but do it at this pace that's not so breakneck. Um, Because we want to be present at every show. And um, we were having to take gigs that we didn't particularly like or that didn't we didn't really fit well in, you know. And so we want to make smart choices around our music, too, because those shows just burn you out as an artist and they don't make fans and people don't understand you anyway. You know, if it's like showing up to a heavy metal concert and being booked as a folk act, like that's just not going to work. It's nobody's fault. It just means like, let's, let's place ourselves where we belong in front of the people that want our music. Um, so would you add to that? I mean, I think. And Rob, you've been here my whole whole life. Yeah. 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 So it's a huge move for me. I mean, she just, we just played that ocean rock and sand song, which is, about her parents' journey to Alaska, and then she had her journey to Portland, and that's a whole other story. I've never gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've stayed in Portland my whole life, so this is going to be a huge journey for me. This is the only uprooting I've ever done, really, truly. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. It's a new chapter. And, and a little scared, maybe? A little nervous? I, yeah. For a while, it was. Yeah, I've, okay. I'm feeling more and more comfortable. I just feel like every, every leap that we make, um, it just seems to... It's like that Indiana Jones thing where he throws... Where he, where he just leaps out and that and and the bridge appears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how it's been happening as mm-hmm. we leap. That's it, a great metaphor. It wasn't an easy choice at all, and we're going to be touring back up through the Pacific Northwest to all our fans throughout the summer because nobody wants to live in the desert in the summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, if we didn't have that as part of an option, I think it would have been a lot more heartbreaking. But knowing that we'll come back through at least for two or three months out of the year, you know, and see our fans again and play shows. That makes it all, all all okay, I think, with us too. But we shed some good tears over that decision for sure. 
Portland's an amazing place. It's this utopia that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world, you know, and, um, but it is changing and it is harder to be an artist here than it was seven years ago when I moved here. And that's just, that's just reality, but. And sometimes you got to let go. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I picture you raising animals out there. Just a little bit. Uh, I've seen some pictures about the, the new place. I mean, what yeah. if you had a few words for how it felt or uh, uh, how you see it becoming? Sure. I mean, we're going to be desert greenhorns. You know, Alaskans always laugh at the greenhorns that come up there and don't know anything about living in the wilderness. And uh, it's funny to be de- moving to the desert and being a desert greenhorn. I don't know anything about plants or animals or anything down there. But there's this... Um, there's this thing about the desert that I didn't know. I never thought I would, I would love the desert. It just seemed like this barren wasteland and like cartoons, you know, with Looney Tunes when they're crawling across the desert and they're trying to drink water and it's actually sand because it's a mirage. I thought that was the desert and I didn't realize it was this vibrant, alive place. But the things that have been allowed to live there have evolved to be like just tough things, you know, like I love cactuses and I love the creatures that live there, they're, they're like the, they're like the toughest ones in the universe, you know, that like evolved to live in this crazy place and they can handle snow and they can handle heat and they can handle it, all of it. In some ways the people are that way too. Yeah. You know? And it's like pioneers. They, um, the desert, uh, people of the desert actually remind me a lot of Alaskans, you know, you've had to probably work hard and figure some stuff out if you're still there. So, um, so our, I actually call it a homestead. It's really not, I mean, it's a, we actually have a yard. I mean, here living in the city, we have about a 10 foot yard <laughs> and we have three city lots there on, in a real fixer upper house. I mean, I call it the cockroach hotel right now, but it's, it's going to be, you know, we're going to put some real elbow grease into it. But I, um, actually vision people coming from Portland and from, from the places we visited to get respite from the winter. And I hope people will come visit and spend time in our town and heal from the sun and the hot springs and, and be part of the creative community there. But yeah, I'd love to own a pet skunk someday. (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that coming. (laughs) You might miss the rain. For now, I just want to have a cactus garden, which, you know, is totally doable as a touring artist. I, um, took home a couple of cactuses the first time we visited the desert and I love them because we can be on tour for two weeks. And they don't die when I'm gone. So it's great. <laughs> so what do you think? You want to do one more live? Yeah. You want to, uh, you want to do, uh, the, the one about moving to the desert? Sure. It's kind of, it's kind of a funny one. Okay. Um, I don't write too many funny tunes. So, um, but you know, this winter was a, a difficult winter. I think we can all agree on that, that um, the weather was just terrible. And, um, you know, you just start feeling down on yourself. And as, as musicians, we had to cancel so many shows because of weather and because passes were iced over. So we were, we were getting really broke and it was just, you know, I don't know, it's just easy to get depressed in the winter. And um, so I was kind of having that like, oh my goodness, I don't know how we're going to make it in this woe is me type thing. And it's just, it's just important to step back 10 feet and remember that like you have a good life, even if you don't have, you know, a savings account with money in it, or, you know, you don't drive a nice car, you're still like your heart's beating and you're here experiencing life, you know, and we have this life that's really rich in all other kinds of ways besides money. (laughs) You know, we get to travel and we get to be who we are and we get to share that with each other and we get to meet amazing human beings all over the place and share music. And, and that's a good life. And so um, it, it's kind of a funny little tune called we, We've Got It All. Even though we don't, 
just in some other ways we do. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. You're hearing it live on Portland Radio Project. Awesome. We got it all. All right. So let's plug the show one more time tonight. Yeah. So tonight, 7 p.m. at O'Connor's. It's going to be $12 at the door. And it's a full two-hour show. So we're bringing the piano. We're bringing the drums. We're bringing the guitars. We're doing the whole show, um, which we don't do very often anymore. We do a lot of guitar shows while we're touring. So, And uh, it's a seated listening room. So we're excited to to have that. And there, I know there's at least 30 seats already taken, so it is limited seating. So get there early. We'd like to uh, plug a couple other events this summer, if we if we don't mind. Um, coming up later this summer is our fourth annual camping concert. And yeah. 
Um, and this is something that as we come back to the Northwest um, in the summers that we want to continue doing our, our Northwest camping concert. But this year, the lineup is pretty sweet. We have Max Gomez. If mm-hmm. you haven't heard him, his star is on the rise mm-hmm. and he's, he's starting to pop up in some big places. And uh, some other amazing guests. Why don't you mention the others? We have the Res Electrics, um, which are a great rock and roll band. I, one of my favorites in town. Ara Lee, who's an amazing soul singer and um, just a deep, deep spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Hollis Peach, which is another um, duo, a female and male duo that are, amazing. are really amazing. And, and they write they write songs that I just, they're so unique like nothing I've really ever heard. Totally different, yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. am I forgetting anybody else? Oh, us, Moody Little Sister well, at every camping concert. <laughs> it's our it's our, it's our, our concert, so we get to play. <laughs> now, I haven't gone to, you know, I don't go to every show you do, but the, the ones that I have seen, you're always happy up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether you actually are or you're just turning it on for the stage, it's working. No, I mean, that's my safe place. You know, I feel like, my my stage is like my home and everywhere else is like you know that's like i get more nervous about just walking into costco than i do on stage but i'm kind of awkward and have anxiety and all that stuff in real life the stage is where i feel like i'm made for and we share that space we call it the sacred space you know we share that place together and we enjoy it oh uh, we should mention the date as well all right right august 25th oh, uh, yes. 25th through the 27th is that is the camping concert and then our the camping concert is kind of like us too. It kind of encapsulates yeah. our journey with our music that we were playing these crazy bars and we had a really violent experience in a bar and had to get our stuff out and we were scared. We were actually scared for our safety to get out of that bar and it made us question how we're doing everything. And we've changed the entire way that we do music because of that. And the camping concert was like, if we had a dream, you know, that if we could play music anywhere and it would be this perfect thing, what would it be? And we said it would be outdoors with our fans in nature. And it's grown every year and it's it's a beautiful event. We've never had a fight. We've never had people leave trash. And it's just been a wonderful way to build community and meet friends. And um, and so, yeah, August 25th, 26th, 27th at the Dundee Lodge. And all, all of our websites have information. Still tickets left? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's yeah. less than 200 tickets left, though. So get them while the hat. And the one other event I will plug is our farewell show. We're calling it our farewell show, even though we're coming back, but we are, we are moving two days later. So it's <laughs> literally our departure show. It's like a Rolling Stones farewell. It's like, there's always another. Show. Yeah, there's always. <laughs> it's like a seven year celebration though, of the music we've made anywhere from my solo record um, to our, to our, you know, tenure with Moody Little Sister. And we're inviting a bunch of guest musicians that have shared our journey with us and they're going to be um, covering some of our material as well as singing some of their own real original material. So it's kind of like a seven year jubilee of music <laughs> that we've created. Yeah, and if, if any of you went to the record release party, it's it's in the same location. It's at the old church downtown. It's a great venue. Mm-hmm. Um, September so, 16th. Se- September 16th. Yeah, we don't want to miss that one. That's going to be a good night. So. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. Fantastic and sharing so much of yourself. You Appreciate bet. it. You bet. All right. You can see him at O'Connor's tonight. It's Moody Little Sister on Portland Radio Project. And if you missed any part of this, it'll be up on our website at prp.fm.